We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have referred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. Jokic dribbles behind his back. Gary Harris, he goes baseline, reverse side, layup off the window and down with that English spin move again. Rebound comes down to Jokic in the front court. Beasley's got an alley-oop. Dunk! Two hands! Jamal Murray, Parton dumped it all. Joker put it back up and in! Murray for three! Yeah! This thing is over! Body like we Jokic, Jokic, Welcome to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. As you may or may not know, Total Bev delivers to most of the metro area from Lakewood to Boulder and from Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest prices in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products. That's right. From drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. And better yet, don't leave the comfort of your home and get it delivered. Cheers. Let's start the show. I am not Harrison Wind. I am your guest host. We'll have some we'll have some different guest hosts, hopefully other guests with me. Andre Simone, you've heard me on the pod throughout the summer with Harrison. Um as he likes to call me, five-tool player at BSN Denver, Nuggets aficionado. Uh, so very excited to do this while Harrison gets some much-deserved rest and vacation until the FIBA World Cup starts off. So filling in for the big guy here and, uh, you know, as the head of analytics, a guy who does stats, who did the grades for the Nuggets, who follows the off-season stuff very closely in the draft because I have a sickness for the draft and all that. I had a really quite the smorgasbord of uh, topics to pick from for this pod. And then I was browsing the interwebs, saw these new power rankings that have been put out. And we'll touch on some of those power rankings. But the more I browsed, I came across ESPN's Kevin Pelton, who does great stuff on the analytics side, and he has, uh, you know, some predictive metrics from earlier in the week on the Nuggets and the rest of the NBA's records. So I wanted to get into that to start the show and then uh, hit on some of those power rankings I mentioned uh, and uh, get into 538 had some predictive metrics as well. 
So kind of using all of that and get into some of the betting sites and where they have the nuggets landing and that kind of thing. So that is uh, what we are going to talk about today. Very excited to get to that. As I mentioned in the opener, though, Kevin Pelton in an article for ESPN has the Nuggets with the second best record in the entire NBA, 53.6 average wins. They'll run their model several times. That's where it settles in just behind the Houston Rockets with 53.8. So just a 0.2 difference. This is based off of their real plus minus uh, and how they use that. But Pelton's analysis of the Nuggets I found very interesting because it plays into a lot of the stuff that I used to use and I've published content on using estimated wins which is kind of an old Bill James, one of the fathers of analytics um, and the, the algorithm that helps predict wins. And it really plays into uh, run differential or point differential. And that's what Pelton references here in the Nuggets ranking, saying that the Nuggets won 54 games last season to claim the second seed, but did so with the point differential typical of a 51-win team, which is very interesting. So the projection is reflecting some improvements, some of that internal growth that has been such a huge topic in Nuggets world this offseason from the, the Nuggets young core and to some extent from you know some of the minor additions that have been made. Jeremy Grant, maybe not so minor, but then again, the guy might be coming off the bench. Michael Porter Jr. could be a major addition, but again, the guy's going to be, you know, put into the rotation where you really don't know what to expect. And then Pelton also mentions that Denver's 88% of minutes projected to be played by returning players is the NBA's highest. So notable figures there. I thought all of that was really interesting. Um, The fact that last year they should have been on pace to win 51 games, but ultimately won 54. So, in some sense, when we do these kind of metrics, and again, I'm referencing Pelton's metrics, but I've done this before in baseball and football. I still am not at a point where I've ironed out the modifications that need to be made in the algorithm to make this all fit in well for the NBA. It would take into account some of the the lines from Vegas, which help uh, account for the the in, the improvements that have been made by throughout the league by certain teams, um, improvements or you know regressions like Oklahoma City, they've lost so much star power that you'd have to account for them losing something, and that's where the uh, you know the odds makers and their projections would come into play. And then you take into account point differential. So the Nuggets, by Pelton's metric and how he explained it, were somewhat overachievers last year, right? The point differential would be of a 51-win team. They actually won, wound up winning 54 games. Pelton doesn't even reference any of the injuries, which I think are really a big part in all of this. And I know Harrison has kind of pounded the table on that. Uh, for a while, they were so injured last year, uh, especially losing out on two key starters like Will Barton and Gary Harris. And even when they came back, neither 
Will the Thrill or Gary were ever really back to to their old form. Barton had some moments, uh, especially in that quadruple overtime game. And I thought Harris started to really come into his own, come to playoffs, which I think is a very encouraging sign for what he could be to start the regular season, assuming that he can be at full health. And so when you consider internal growth, you consider that the the team could be healthier. You consider those minor additions and the fact that, hey, maybe maybe Barton and uh, Harris get injured again, but their backups, guys like Beasley, uh, Michael Porter Jr. at the three taking over some of the minutes for Barton, maybe Jeremy Grant playing a little more minutes at the three, uh, you know, even Torrey Craig improving and being able to take a slight step up um, at the three all that should account for the depths will be better. Injuries shouldn't hurt as much as they did last year when, geez, all in all, injuries didn't hurt. I think you could conservatively, just again, without having crunched the numbers myself on the NBA side, project for fi- 55 wins. I think 57 and a half, 58 might be even you know, even a more aggressive uh, projection, but something that feels achievable. Um, Again, conservative estimate seems to be fully in play to me. So that's, that's exciting. And it seems like across the board, whether it's people going off the eye test, whether, you know, in the power rankings we'll talk about in a second, or other predictive metrics like what 538 is doing or even what Vegas is doing the Nuggets are ranking very highly over 50 wins basically with their eyes closed and so while they might not have made that splash move there's plenty to be excited about and they feel like one of the safest bets there are out there to to be to have home court advantage in the in the first round at least and really take if not that next step be a force and be back at the levels that they were last year what was interesting in Pelton's uh, breakdown is how Houston is ahead of them and what what played into that is Pelton's and again Houston won 53 wins a season ago we forget that because they had such a rough stretch to start the year and then kind of found their groove doing it a bit differently with Harden just going off. Uh, But they are returning 80% of the minutes played last year. And then they swapped Westbrook for CP3. Now the fit, we'll have to see how that all works out, right? The two players in the NBA with the highest usage rates in the league between uh, CP3, or I'm sorry, between Harden and Westbrook having to share the ball, being in the same backcourt essentially playing the same exact position, that won't be an easy adjustment, won't be an easy fit. But at the same time, you are replacing CP3, who really had some issues with durability, with Westbrook, who's been very durable. And if Westbrook and Harden can find a way to play off each other and coexist, which I guess to some extent they did in Oklahoma City in much different circumstances, of course, that could work out for them and they could help ease the load off of each other 
and Westbrook, as I've talked about with uh, Harrison, I would stagger those minutes as much as possible if I'm Mike D'Antoni and allow Westbrook to play as much as possible with that second unit to take that load off of Harden, give him more rest. And Westbrook, you know, with all the deficiencies that he can have with his shot, being a bit of a, you know, a, a stat chaser and what have you, you put him against any second unit in the NBA, including the Nuggets, who might have the best bench uh, in the entire league, he's going to do damage. He's just going to be so hard to stop as he's running the show and he's getting downhill, uh, you know, and forcing the ball up the court and really just stressing defenses every chance he gets. So that's kind of the thinking with the Rockets, which is interesting because I don't know what to make about the Rockets. For example, I'm much higher on, say, the Jazz and their ability to have a bounce back or to you know, really be a threat to the Nuggets in that division. Or I see the Clippers, you know, with Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George and some good depth in the rest of the squad, despite having lost Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Gallinari, I think uh, make for for a really, really intriguing team. And Pelton has them below. What's interesting is there's only one other team that his projections have even winning f- over 50 games, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks at 50.7. Uh, the Clippers are predicted to win 48 games. Of course, there's a lot to be determined with that. The Jazz would be next at 46.7. The Lakers at 46.6. I feel like the Lakers, that's maybe the most volatile of all numbers uh, just because you you both Anthony Davis and LeBron's injuries can be can be such a risk there you know uh, that's all it takes is for one of them to lose to miss some time and that could really hurt him and of course the cousins injury has already affected them some then he has the warriors at 46.5 wins and the Mavs slipping into the playoffs with the seventh seed 43.8 the blazers at only 40.6 that's uh that's in line with what Harrison and I have talked about and how he's said he's the Blazers don't concern him. He doesn't like what they've done this offseason. So Pelton's metrics seem to reflect that. I find that very interesting though how these projections kind of came out and how close to being right at the top of the entire NBA the Nuggets are. We've gone just a little longer just talking about Pelton's metrics than I wanted to. So we're going to take a quick break before we jump into the power rankings, the other metric from 538, and what the betting world is saying and why the betting world is high on the Nuggets, still above 50 wins, but not as high as some of the other metrics and why that may be. Before then... I want before that rather I want to tell you about Breckenridge Brewery the official beer of BSN Denver they're from Colorado just like us they make amazing stuff just like us and we have enjoyed this partnership so much they're the original Colorado beer established in 1960 in 1990 I'm sorry in Breckenridge Colorado you've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche. 
which is their classic amber ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For your beer enthusiasts out there, they're calling it a light-hearted Kolsch ale. But for those of you who have no idea what that means, this is a light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for a Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. There's lots of great stuff. Coming up event this Saturday, we're having a watch party for the Broncos' fourth preseason game, but it's technically the third preseason game for the rest of the NFL. So more guys will be uh, playing there. RSVP, find those events on our event calendar. Uh, And yeah, let's get rolling. Let's all hang out as we wait for basketball to really kick into full force. Also, subscribe to bsndenver.com. Great content on there right now. Support us and all the great work we do. Uh, there's some great subscription promo codes out there right now that give you $10 off an entire year. Comes out to less than $3 a month. And you get a free shirt. You're basically stealing money. We've had several people reach out through the year when we started this deal saying, uh, are you guys making money off of this? Are you sure? Yes, we are certain. We want you all in our gear. We want you all reading our stuff. Use code Broncos Camp or SCOBUFFS, S-K-O-B-U-F-S-S, or Go Rams, G-O-R-A-M-S, and you'll get that discount. Sign up today because that deal will not last forever. With that, we're going to a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Andre Simone. You're listening to the BSN Nuggets podcast. If you live in the South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy Spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. I've always found the folks that chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirits staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-U.S. Uh, wines. I find them extremely helpful in in helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast. I'm your guest host today, Andre Simone. Excited to be here. So as I mentioned, the bigger news, and uh, Harrison was actually tweeting about this because he's an insane person, and he still can't help but tweet about stuff like ESPN releasing their power rankings today and how the Nuggets are amazingly at the top of the Western Conference. This is kind of a an aggregate of all their ESPN uh, panel of writers and basketball experts, as they call them, all kind of chimed in, surveyed, and they have the Nuggets tied at the top of the West 
at 54 wins with the Clippers. The Rockets right behind at 53 wins with the Jazz at 52. The Lakers at 51. And then a decent drop-off with the Warriors at 49 wins. The Blazers sneaking in at 47. And the Spurs at 43. I'm intrigued by the Spurs, though. I need to see what happens with that. Um, It'll be an interesting World Cup for... uh, Uh, Derek White on a little side tangent and DeJounte Murray and see how healthy DeJounte can impact that team. But we're here to talk about the Nuggets. So, I mean, even, and I think, I think this is where Harrison and I have differed some on the podcast. Harrison keeps saying, you know, uh, the national media still hasn't caught on. I don't know. I feel like uh, the national media has started to catch on to what's brewing in Denver and what this team really has going. What's interesting here is unlike Pelton's metrics, this aggregate of analysts does have the Milwaukee Bucks and Philadelphia 76ers as the two best records in the NBA. 57 wins for the Bucks, 55 for the Sixers. I have my doubts on both of those. You know, the Bucks with with a few minor losses, the Sixers with the uncertain health of some of their guys, though I do think Al, the addition of Alf Horford is huge. Uh, how that will play out is very interesting. But again, this Nuggets love, we barely know what to do with it anymore. But it's there. I mean, I think Jokic has really established himself as a consensus top 10 player in the league. And there's just a lot to like with that young core that's surrounding him, that great depth and that starting five and uh you know which can even be tweaked there's a there's just a lot to like and then as i hinted before i feel much more comfortable talking about metrics than i do uh speculating what the analysts may have thought 538 the kind of analytics stats uh all sorts of predictive stuff that um 538.com always kind of in association with an affiliation with ESPN. They have the Rockets at 58 wins, which is pretty incredible, but that's how their metrics come out. Again, it it really comes down to uh, what we talked about with Pelton's metrics and how much of a difference Westbrook's going to make there, just his health and the fact that, you know, we don't give the Rockets much credit, but just like the Nuggets are building through continuity, so are the Rockets out in Houston. Um, it's really, you know, it's really surprising that after an offseason that seemed kind of like uh, they're falling behind the rest of the West, they made that Westbrook move, which, look, that that was a debatable move. Um, they seem to be giving up. I don't know. I mean, it, it just seems tricky. There, though, you know, swapping CP3 for for Westbrook made sense. All those picks seemed a little steep when you're taking on that kind of an albatross of a contract. But the continuity combined with someone who's going to give you more minutes and be more reliable, at least health-wise, than Chris Paul ever was, seems to really be helping the Rockets in these predictive metrics course we know that uh their you know their front office is very analytically inclined very stats driven so it would make sense that maybe the rockets kind of did this I'd, I'd assume the rockets made did the math before this all started and saw that you know while we might get killed for this trade to some extent and a couple of years down the line 
it might be rough. We, uh, we're we're going to see some improvement and could really find a way to contend in a wide-open Western Conference, a wide-open NBA, frankly. And then the Nuggets, though, are second, projected to win 51 wins, tied with the Lakers. What's interesting here is that 538 has the Clippers all the way down, down at 48 wins behind the Warriors, Jazz, and Jazz, and the aforementioned Lakers. So that's really interesting. I certainly am higher on the Clippers. I know Harrison is too. I think them and the Jazz present the biggest threat. While the Rockets, Lakers, um, you know, it's to me it's a wait and see type deal. Uh, but that's another interesting kind of predictive uh, metric out here that has the Nuggets at f- 51. Their point differential per game that they're projecting is 3.9. So that actually would be a regression from last season where the Nuggets had a differential of 4.0. So slight, slight regression, uh, but a regression nonetheless from what the Nuggets were doing last year. And as Pelton hinted in in his piece, what, you know, the that point differential had the Nuggets overachieving a bit as they were more in the at the level of a 51 win team. 538 has them right there. I think you have to assume unless the the injuries are going to be as bad as last season, unless these new additions, you know, new additions. I mean Jeremy Grant and Michael Porter Jr have a hard time integrating, you know, then again, you got to consider you're not going to have Isaiah Thomas messing around with what Monty Morris was able to do uh, last season where then they threw IT into the mix and that really kind of hurt Morris, who was having a great season up to that point. I know his performances for a proprietary metric DPR, which we used for all the Nuggets grades last year, uh, really you know, kind of hurt once that whole IT experiment occurred. And then after he was done with that, he just wasn't uh, making as much of an impact statistically, and he lost some of his efficiency and never quite got that back. He had, you know, little flashes here and there. But, of course, Monty Morris maybe not the biggest part in this. But I don't see how you can really really see the Nuggets at least not matching their performance last year, but... I think you have to assume improvement. I think that with Jokic unlocking what he did in the playoffs, that should prove massively important, I think, uh, during the regular season. We've seen this before where players finally get a taste of the postseason and then they kind of take their games to the next level. We've seen how big uh, national team tournaments can really help players, and that's another thing that could help Jokic. Though, then again, he could be tired, and maybe the addition of Jeremy Grant could help rest him some and using Grant in some small ball five lineups. I think we're all assuming that Jamal Murray will have an improved season. I've mentioned Barton and Harris already. So, yeah, I don't know how. I, I mean, it seems like just such a conservative bet to even expect them to be at last year's level. And you have to assume some improvement. So, again, here I think... This metric giving the Nuggets some some definite love again with the second best team in the West. Uh, 
projected to be the fourth best team in the entire NBA because 538 does have the Sixers at 59 wins and the Bucks at 54. Still, it just feels like 55 conservatively is where I would project them with 60 being an, an easy, easy, easy. Uh, I mean, 60 might be excessive, but that 57 and a half, 58 win projection being win projection being maybe even more realistic. So that's kind of a, a, a wholehearted analysis on the recent power rankings that came out today and those two projections from some really some some quality analysts there, some people, some sources that I trust. Uh, we usually don't like to go to outsource numbers like that. But uh, as someone who's done this with other sports, who understands kind of the game we're playing here, um, you know, I, I definitely respect what what Pelton and 538 do. And yet I still think they're they're kind of on the conservative side with the Nuggets and could project for more. What's going to be interesting is seeing how Vegas, because they have some pretty powerful metrics and computers as well. And I do have some experience in the betting world as well, having run BSN against the spread for two seasons, though we always just focus on football there. Uh, so we'll get into that in just a second. But before then, I want to tell you about our presenting sponsor, Total Beverage, and this amazing deal they have, 30, 30, 30, 30, dirty, 30. That's right. Total Bev is giving the BSN fam 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. Use code BSN2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. Download it today. They also do deliveries. You know all about that. It's just an unbelievable deal all around. It, it sounds as a as a father and, uh, you know, a bit of a workaholic. Uh, yeah, Total Beverage delivering booze to my do straight to my door sounds like just what the doctor ordered. So check that out. Check out the great deals. All right, as I mentioned, betting and what the betting sites have the the Nuggets win totals at jives more with what 538 has them than what the Nuggets did last season in winning 54 wins, which again, if if we take what Pelton told us, that 54 wins might have been an overachievement. But as we know, between injuries and everything else, that kind of explains it. And you think that a healthy Nuggets team could match that. But irregardless of that, most betting sites seem to have the Nuggets closer to 51 and a half wins behind teams like the Bucks, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Rockets, and even the Jazz. I have one here pulled up from Sporting News, um, and they're they're uh, referencing Bet Online. I found a few others on the interwebs, um, which were intriguing. But we're just gonna go off of these. It's still early, of course, but we're going off of these and. Betting online has the Nuggets at 50 and a half, so even lower than that 51 and a half. I mean, I would never suggest going for futures, going for win totals. Those can always be so fluky, and it's just so hard. A win made in the preseason and all the factors that can play out. 
in an 82-game schedule, including the meat grinder that is the Western Conference. That's a factor we haven't talked about so far. Um, it's just that, you know, the West in general could bring these records down just a little bit because, look, as strong as the West was last year, and it was no no cupcake, uh, I guess you do lose Durant, but you add Kawhi, you add Anthony Davis now, you put Paul George on what's probably a stronger team. You put Russell Westbrook on what's probably a stronger team. You put Michael Conley Jr. on what's on a stronger team. You put Bogdanovich, who's in Utah, on a stronger team, and he's moving conferences. So I can see that uh, playing into this. I don't know by how much, though. I do know that to assume the Clippers are a 55-and-a-half win team or the Jazz are a 52-and-a-half win team, or the Rockets at 51 and a half, as well as the Lakers, those are much greater leaps of faith than thinking the Nuggets are going to be three and a half wins off what they did last year with a young team that had never made the playoffs, had never, you know, never really achieved that full potential uh, and with all the injuries and what have you. I mean, I'm just beating a dead horse at this point. So, that just feels like, with the caveat of I would never recommend anyone betting, that feels like easy money to be made. I might have to have a little fun with that as we get closer to the season. Now, of course, part of that is that public money is going to play into this. And while the national media might be coming around to the Nuggets, the national media might be giving the Nuggets more credit than they have certainly in years past, what's interesting here is that the public might still be a little skeptical and uh, more intrigued by the big names that have gone all across the west here uh you know we just mentioned them of course the two teams in la the rockets the jazz adding mike Conley and bogdanovich and so on and so forth and so the nuggets are still trying to get a little more respect from the public and that public money and how that could skew bets here. That's interesting. And that's kind of uh that's the the last uh last thing in play here to really get the Nuggets to deserving the recognition. The recognition they've earned, frankly, from everyone all across the basketball world, all across the globe. And we'll see that. But if you do find the Nuggets at below 51 wins yeah i would take that i would just take that and jump on um so yeah we're gonna end that with that note hopefully you enjoyed those uh kind of the nerdy projection talk and giving you some of the different examples the nuggets are you know and we could look at projections last year i guarantee you no one had them winning 50 wins and uh they haven't really changed anything so whatever metrics were were occurring last year, they didn't account for that kind of internal growth. I think we're still, anyone who's followed the Nuggets, we're still thinking there's more growing to be done and some pretty important key pieces and hopefully good health that could play into all of this that could really make the Nuggets into a juggernaut and make uh, even these projections that are so uh, so positive on the Nuggets look a little silly and a little conservative. Um, in a while, in a while here, once we get to maybe all-star break or what have you, just seeming, uh, yeah, 
not great. So that is all we have for you today. Thank you for listening. I am Andre Simone. This is the BSN Nuggets podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Hoping to get some guests on, some other Nuggets fans and followers among our staff to kind of cover some different topics that we don't get to talk about during the year when Harrison is running this wonderful podcast. So stay tuned for that. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back then. The Colorado Golf Association is dedicated to preserving, improving, and serving the game of golf here in Colorado. And right now they're conducting their annual Dream Golf Vacation Raffle. Ed Mate, Executive Director of the Colorado Golf Association, gave us some more info on what exactly you can win if you enter. We had six grand prizes this year and 40-plus other prizes. So the, the big ticket items, so to speak, or the grand prizes are a trip to the BMW Championship, including VIP access, thanks to our partnership with BMW. Uh, we have a trip to Streamsong. We have a trip to Bandon Dunes. We have a trip to Sand Valley. And then we have what I think might be the coolest, the chance to take an, uh, a 7 Series BMW down to Telluride to play in a CGA-only event. The raffle tickets will go on sale on our website, coloradogolf.org. Tickets are $40, and you know all the proceeds from the raffle are going to support youth development in the state of Colorado. So you're making a great donation to a great cause, but you're also having a chance to uh, really have a fantastic dream golf vacation. For a chance to win, be sure to go to coloradogolfassociation.org.